Happy Mother's Day, and welcome back to Mythology and Wine. My name is Natalie, and today we'll be discussing Dionysus. So, I got my, what is this called? Pacific Fruit Vineyard Sweet Mango. I'm guessing it's a Moscato of some sort, but it's decent. Uh, so, Dionysus. So he is typically referred as one of the 12 Olympians. Um, however, sometimes, um, what's her face? Artemis? Yeah, Artemis replaces him in the 12. But um, today we're gonna pretend like he is one of the 12. Well, not pretend, but whatever. All right, so. Dionysus, son of Zeus and Simile, who is a mortal woman, but somehow Dionysus is a god. So he is the god of wine, theater, fertility, agriculture, vegetation, insanity, ritual madness, and religious ecstasy. He is the husband to Ariadne, who is the princess of Crete, and the ex-lover of Theseus. Well, it never actually says that they're lovers, but, you know, what were they doing on that ship together after, you know, he escaped with her and the head of the Minotaur? But that's another story for another episode. All right, so, he's the only Olympian god with mortal, mortal parentage. And he is typically depicted as a young man with long hair, a non-athletic build, which is not normal for how they depict Greek goddess or gods. Uh, normally, the Greek gods have chiseled abs, biceps of steel, traps for a mile, a bunch of other shit. But nope, he is a non-athletic, chill dude. Um, he typically wore a crown made of ivy. Um, that we'll discuss later, but it was a gift from Aphrodite. Um, and he was seen with animal skins or a purple robe typically, and he carried in one hand a staff called the Tharsis, and in the other hand his cup of never-ending wine. I want that cup. <laughs> but um, the Tharsis was a staff that had I think ivy like wrapped around it and a pine cone at the top but kind of cool kind of cool um so he has the power to drive mortals insane and to turn into a lion and possibly a bear but I haven't found any stories of him turning into a bear so um he also had a religion um called Orphism and they believe that he is the son of Zeus and Persephone, uh, which will come into effect later in the story when we discuss how he brought his mother back from the underworld. It's Mother's Day. We gotta say something about mothers, you know? So his birth was unique among the gods, as his mother was a mortal woman. Upon hearing of Zeus's infidelity, Hera tricked Simile into looking upon Zeus's godly form. She disguised herself as an elderly woman and she was like, Well, Simile, do you actually know if he's a god? 
And Zeus was oath-bound to her because he was so in love with her that he said he would do whatever she wanted, whatever she wished of him, because he was so in love with her, and he gave his oath. And so, Simile was like, shit, you're right. And she goes, and she's like, hey, Zeus, are you really Zeus? And uh, he's like, yes. And he's like, show, she's like, show yourself to me. And he's like, but then you'll die. And she's like, that's just what you say. And so he has to because he's oath-bound. And so he shows her his true god form. And she, like, burst into flames. And Hermes comes down and saves the unborn baby and brings him up to Zeus. And little Dionysus, before he was born, his little fetus got sewn into Zeus's thigh. So that's where babies come from. Um, <laughs> but when she was ready to be born, Zeus birthed him out of his thigh. Pretty gnarly stuff there, right? But, uh... Anyways. So... Hermes, once again, saves the day. And there's a couple different stories. Some say that she, or he, uh... He's, um spirited away by Hermes to live with Ion, or Eno, what's her name? Eno, and her husband, Athamas, and they raised her, him as a girl in order to try to hide him from Hera's wrath. Um, others say that he was um, given to water nymphs to be raised, um, but we don't know. Anyway, so, um, we're gonna go with the Eno story, and so, um, after his first birth out of Zeus's thigh, he lived with Eno and her husband, Athamas, and they raised him as a girl to hide him from Hera's wrath. However, Hera found out, as she always does, I'm not sure why Zeus keeps trying to hide shit from her, she won't find out, and, um, so... Hera sent titans after him to attack and rip him to shreds. So after this attack, and this is one of many, I'm sure, um, because he, Eno actually jumps into the sea uh, and becomes the goddess Leucothea. Leucothea? Um, not sure what she does. She's kind of irrelevant to our story for today. So, um, but anyways, so, <clears throat> Hera was pissed, uh, and so she sent them titans, and they ripped them to shreds, but his grandmother, Rhea, actually took his pieces, the, the shreds that he was ripped into, or at least the pieces big enough, and brought him back to life, and so thus his second birth. Rhea then told the mountain nymphs to raise the child. And so this is from our story last week where Hera looks upon the nymphs at the mountains and turns them into horned centaurs. And um, so I'm not sure what else happens, but he kind of just wanders um, until he, you know, becomes a young man, um, grows up into his own a little bit, and... 
So, not sure at what age Hera does this, but she turns him, or she uh, curses him to lose his sanity, and thus he begins to drink wine and wander the world um, until he regains his sanity and is accepted into Mount Olympus. Now, there's a couple stories before that actually happens. Um, so, obviously, as we know, Dionysus marries Ariadne, a mortal princess abandoned on the island of Naxos by Theseus. Again, we already talked about that. That's for another episode. Um, so, this is a story of um, before he becomes insane, I believe. But Dionysus, um, so he meets the Tyrrhenian pirates. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. I hope I am, but I mean. <laughs> um, so when he was a young man, he found the Tyrrhenian pirates, and he requested an a ride to the island of Naxos. And they agree, but they have some devious plans to kidnap him, believing him to be the son of a wealthy family who would pay a hefty ransom for him. And while at sea, shit goes crazy. So the crew ties him up, um, and he makes the bonds fall off of him, um, seemingly on their own accord, or of their own accord. And so the crew's like, what the fuck? Um, the helmsman is the only one who goes to the captain, and he's like, hey, look, Cap, uh, <laughs> this guy, this guy's a god, um, Either that is some powerful, like, you know, sorcerer or something. Like, I don't want no part in this. Cap's like, do it. Tie him back up. I don't believe you. And so, um, they go to, the, the rest of the crew goes to, you know, try to contain Dionysus. And so, then shit hits the fan. Dionysus makes wine flow freely on the deck. He wraps the sails in grapevines, and then he wraps the mast in ivy. And then he turns into a lion and jumps on the deck. He grabs the captain in his teeth, and he rips him apart. And then the sailors, of course, they're like, fuck. So they eat themselves off the, uh, the ship, and he turns them into dolphins. But he stops the helmsman from jumping off with the rest of his crew and he's like he turns back into a human and he's like hey look man thanks for helping me out and you know trying to uh to not have the rest of the crew tie me up and uh he was like i'm rewarding with your life and i'm gonna you know make sure that no harm comes to you and so that was the end of that story but i'm not sure if he actually ends up getting to Na uh, Naxus, and that's when he ends up marrying Ariadne. Again, that's a story for next week. But, uh, anyway, so to the Mother's Day part of the story. So, here we have Dionysus. He's a young man. He's, you know, I think he's already married at this point. And so he's like, you know, I keep hearing about my mom. And I want to make sure she's okay. It's Mother's Day. You know, I got to be with my mama on Mother's Day, right? <laughs> so, Big D descends into the underworld to bring back his mama. Um, 
So he requested permission from his father, Zeus, and he's like, hey, look, I want to see my mom. It's Mother's Day. You know, I got to be with my mom. It's been too many years, man. I haven't seen her. Like, I've never met her. And Zeus is like, I got you. As long as you can go get her, bring her back up here, I'll make her immortal. He's like, all right, fuck yeah. So he goes and tries to find a place to descend into Hades or the underworld. And so, you know, he's traveling, traveling. He finally finds the land of Argives. Um, and so he comes upon a guy named Hypolinus. And this guy is like, hey, that dude is kind of hot. And so, you know, he's like, you know, introduces himself and, you know, Dionysus tells him what he, you know, what he's trying to do. He's like, hey, look, I'm trying to find the entrance to the underworld. I want to bring back my mom. And Hypolinus is like, all right, I'll help you find the entrance to the underworld. But you got to do me a solid. I want to tap that. And so Dionysus is just like, you know, he's like, I really want to see my mom. All right, all right, man. This ass is yours for one session. <laughs> Once I bring back my mom. And so um, he, you know, <laughs> Hypolemus takes him to the entrance of the underworld. And he's like, thanks, man. I won't forget our promise. And he doesn't. Um, but, uh, so he, you know, before he goes down to the underworld, he takes off the crown, um, on his head that he'd been gifted to by Aphrodite, that crown we talked about. Um, and, cause he didn't want to contaminate it with, you know, the souls of the dead. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but, alright. So he takes it off, you know, and, um, and some, uh, some s stories it says that he, takes it off of his head and his wife is dead so he throws it into the sky and turns it into a constellation in memory of his wife but if he's going down the underworld why wouldn't he bring his wife back of course you know in some um variations he actually you know he brings both his wife and his mother back and makes them both immortal and they all live on mount olympus together but, um, so I didn't, I couldn't find enough information about, you know, him bringing Ariadne back. So, um, other than the crown thing, that's all I got on her. Um, so, he goes down and he makes a deal with Persephone. And he's like, hey, look. And so, in this instance, he is actually the son of Persephone and Zeus. So, he's like... I don't know, you know, like, why he's coming to pick up Simile? 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 Yeah, Simile. But, I don't know. Um, but, in all scenarios, he actually does make a uh, deal with Persephone that he's allowed to go and pick up, you know, a certain number of souls. I think it was, like, three. And um, go back untouched. And then so he has to go through um, trials and tribulations. He, you know, has to get past uh, Cerberus. He has to um, argue with Hades. And then he has to go actually find his mother's soul. 
in Hades to bring her back. And so it's kind of this cool story because, you know, three days is all he gets to find the soul and go back before he's not allowed to return to the surface world. So he's like, all right, all right, three days, three days. <laughs> of course, you know, he's in the underworld, so how is he supposed to know, you know, as days are going by? But, I mean, hey, he's a god or something, right? So he finally finds his mom and he takes her back to the surface world and he gives her the name Tyone Tyone Thione and um, so you know he brings her up to Mount Olympus and Zeus makes her immortal and um, so basically you know the name change was due to the fact that simile or yeah simile means earth and as she is now a goddess thione means um deification so i thought it was kind of cool um i keep seeing like those questions on uh you know like message boards and stuff for mythology and they're like why is the name changed <laughs> and so yeah I, I looked it up and did some research so um I figured that was kind of cool, but he immortalizes her and turns her into a deity. Um, and so, uh, you know, can't forget about his promise to Hypolinus. Um, but when he gets back to Earth, Hypolinus was actually dead when he returned. And so, you know... Dionysus, it says he was overcome by a wave of sexual desire and to fulfill his promise. And uh, so he cuts off a branch from a fig tree. He shapes it into a phallic shape. So the first ever dildo. Um, and then as a semblance of his promise to a dead man he fucks himself in the ass with it at Hypolinus's tomb as a show of his promise to the man and then mounted the wooden dildo on this dude's tomb like after i read that i was like what the fuck did i just read um but anyway so that is Dionysus um, he does a lot of things um, and they're all kind of crazy and weird and some of them are like really interesting and then some of them are kind of like why <laughs> but um, Dionysus is a really cool character um, and he loves his mama you know so this is a Mother's Day special. Um, this is a little bit longer than my last post, and I'm gonna try to keep them, you know, um, about 20, 30 minutes long. So it's actually something for y'all to hear. Um, that is like the one person that is actually listening. <laughs> um, but anyway, so um, yeah, that's Dionysus. Um, uh, fun fact: he's also the guy who gave Medeus or. King Midas, not Medeus, um, his golden touch. Uh, he also had the power to raise the dead, as we spoke, and he's one of the few people that was able to 
go down to the underworld and bring back a soul. Um, and even weirder fun fact. So he was actually the student of the trainer of heroes, Centaur Chiron, or Chiron, or however the fuck you pronounce it. But Chiron didn't train him to be a hero. No, 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 no. He trained Dionysus how to dance. So I thought that was kind of funny. Um, also, uh, Greek theaters actually began as a celebration to Dionysus, um, and they started as, you know, part of a festival to Dionysus. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool, too. Um, just a lot of the Greek theater that we have to, you know, enjoy and learn about the Greek mythology comes from Dionysus. So, uh, yeah, um, that's it for this week. Next week, we're going to go over Dionysus and his wife, Ariadne, and their, I think, two or three children. Um, but, yeah, so stay tuned. Um, come back next week and look forward to having more than two viewers. But, uh, yeah, mythology and wine, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and finish the rest of this bottle. And happy Mother's Day.